From the Office of the City Auditor in Austin, Texas, this is Audit ATX. A podcast about the audits and investigations our office does to make Austin better for all residents. We're your hosts, Sarah and Max. Today we're speaking with Temetape Aleitu Adibo and Andrew Williams about an investigation they recently completed. In this investigation, our office found that a nonprofit organization that was a contractor for Austin Public Health committed fraud by misrepresenting financial transactions, which resulted in improper overpayment of $417,000. The contractor also fraudulently misrepresented their performance and related data in contract-related reports submitted to Austin Public Health. Toppy, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Good to be back. Let's start with getting on the same page about government contracting. What does it mean to be a government contractor? So the government provides a variety of services for its residents, but sometimes the government may not have the expertise or level of staff it needs to implement certain programs and services. In this case, it may contract with a third party to provide those programs and services. The subject of this investigation, the Central Texas Allied Health Institute, or STAHI in short, was a nonprofit contract by Austin Public Health, which we also abbreviate as APH. Can you tell us more about STAHI and the types of services their contract provided APH? Absolutely. STAHI was founded in August 2018. It's essentially a career college. Two of its co-founders were actually subjects of our investigation. Their names are Todd Hamilton and Jerrica Thomas-Hockaday. Todd remains... Satahi's campus president. And then Jerrica, among other roles, is Satahi's chief academic officer. In terms of the contracts that Satahi had with the city of Austin, they had three contracts with APH, a COVID-19 testing contract, a COVID-19 vaccine contract, and then a workforce development contract that was related to the two others in that it was intended to subsidize costs related to the training of healthcare workers who could work in Satahi's testing and then vaccine clinic. Got it. My understanding from reading the report is that Satahi committed fraud as an APH contractor by falsifying reimbursement claims and submitting falsified performance reports. Can you give us more details on the two report findings? Absolutely. First finding of the report involved financial fraud. We found that Satahi committed fraud by both fraudulently claiming transactions and then misrepresenting transactions. So ultimately, Satahi was fraudulently paid $417,000 as a result of their falsified expense claims. Separately, involving additional transactions, they misrepresented a total of $1.1 million. Satahi submitted falsified ledgers, you know, running from payroll to supplies that they didn't actually pay for or that they may have paid for, but the details of the invoice were completely different. And the way they claimed them basically was in the contract management system that Satahi submitted their payment claims in to Austin Public Health. They listed a bunch of expenses and for their reimbursable contracts said that they had paid for them. And when we actually paired various types of financial documents that we obtained against what they said they had paid for, we found that they had falsified you know, dozens and dozens of transactions. And then the second finding, we found that Satahi committed fraud by falsifying their performance reports under one of their contracts. We found that a couple of performance reports that Satahi submitted, they overstated the total number of vaccinations that they administered by between 20 and 30 percent. And we also found that they fabricated patient demographic details in those reports. And we found this in part by analyzing in, in great detail the performance reports themselves, but also by comparing them to you know various sources of clinical data. We also collected some testimonial evidence that corroborated that finding. 
and documentary evidence, which suggested that one of Sutahi's co-founders actually directed a subordinate at Sutahi to help fabricate patient data. Gotcha. And I want to follow up on those findings real quick. How did you go upon verifying that the financial documentation, such as the receipts, the ledgers and invoices had actually been falsified? First of all, I just want to give props to Austin Public Health's internal auditor, because we, you know, as we're dealing with three very large contracts, a mountain of paperwork, and they had suspicions about them, they had suspicions about questionable documents, but really weren't able to dive into the level of detail that we ended up doing. Ultimately, we were able to verify the documents submitted were falsified because we traced those documents and the individual expenses to the submitted general ledgers that they provided, and then to the original receipt that we were able to retrieve from um, suppliers, and then the original bank statement that we got during our site visits. As a result, we were able to identify that expenses were tripled in some cases of what they actually spent and altered their invoices to, to show that, altered their bank statements to show that. Or we also found purchases that were never made, but which ultimately we found that the order was canceled and they just repurposed to the order number and some of the details to provide altered invoices to us. And in summary, we, we took what they submitted as proof of expense and compared them to the originals. And the originals, are those coming from the banks? Yeah. Um, during one of our site visits, we sat down with them. We got them to kind of log into the banking system that they used. And we downloaded every single month worth of data from the period of time that we had a contract with them. We were able to see the process and make sure that what we were getting was authentic. And then in terms of invoices, we took the step of reaching out to some of the suppliers that they said that they had purchased items from, and we would request the invoices or order details from those specific suppliers directly without going through Satahi at all. Wow. Thank you for explaining that. I think it's easy to understand why the falsification of financial documents is really problematic, but I'm wondering if you can tell us more about the falsification of performance reports. Why do you think this is a really serious issue as well? This sort of goes to the heart of the contracts themselves. In part, it was a contract requirement that Satahi submit performance reports. In some cases, that was simply a demographic report. But then, you know, the contracts themselves were very clear in requiring performance reports. It's also crucial that they submit accurate performance reports, in part because if the contracting entity, Austin Public Health, cannot trust information being submitted to it by the contractor, they can't know that the money that they spent in the course of the contract went to good effect. And then if the department can't trust the information being submitted, you know, that really calls into question whether the department and, and the city in the whole are effectively spending, you know, residents' taxpayer money. I will also say that, I mean, fraud is, is also a criminal offense. Based on this report, our investigation got kicked off after we received concerns from APH. From the sounds of it, APH was likely suspicious of Satahi, but still paid out quite a bit of money before verifying the integrity of this contract. What happened there? And does APH have internal controls to prevent fraud? I want to first say that this was really a perfect storm of various elements that made it easy for Satahi to commit fraud. And there were some internal control issues, but it was still Austin Public Health that identified the fraud. So when we're talking about the perfect storm here, we're talking about high staff turnover and a heavy workload. You know, in the report, we talk about just how much Austin Public Health deals with. 
the heavy workload and high turnover really impacted the quality and timeliness of training that was going to be provided to the staff. And by workload, we have to consider just how many contracts each of these individual contract managers are overseeing. And something that we heard from staff is that they just didn't feel confident identifying fraud because of the lack of training. And then you throw in the emergency situation with the pandemic response, which required the department to suddenly have to disperse millions of dollars, already so much going on. And so you talk about whether Austin Public Health has any internal controls to prevent fraud. In a way, they kind of have this three-tiered system, and they include that in their response. So, you know, first you have the contract managers who are reviewing the expenses they come in. And that's kind of the first level where if they identify something they might decline a claim. And then the next level is the contract compliance unit. They come in to do some sort of monitoring, you know, going through a period of time, looking through at at a slightly deeper level. And then Austin Public Health also has its own internal auditor. They were a great help showing us where to focus the investigation, what they had found. I feel like it probably would have been a lot worse if these three units didn't exist and weren't working together. Gotcha. And thanks for that, Toppy. And on that note, real quickly, does APH have any plans to improve these controls or training like you mentioned after this incident? Yeah. So going forward, they are shoring up the terms and conditions of their contract to include specific language regarding supporting documents. They are committing to providing ongoing training for their staff on how to identify red flags. And then the thing that the department is also going to do is provide technical assistance for contractors to make sure that they're submitting the right documents. One of the newer processes that they're going to push through is to make sure that contract managers are verifying a sample of expenses at least quarterly. We do want to acknowledge that Jerrica and Todd have denied producing or submitting falsified documents. They also have denied directing Satahi employees to falsify contract-related records. They claim that the falsifications were done by disgruntled employees who had been fired. Did you all look into this claim? We did. We actually looked into this claim extensively after Satahi raised it in a letter that we received in December 2021. Satahi acknowledged that falsification had occurred in connection with the city's contracts, and they also claimed to have performed an internal investigation where it was revealed that a former employee was responsible for the falsification. After looking into this, we found no evidence to support Satahi's claim in that letter. Satahi was unable to provide any details about the investigation. They couldn't produce any evidence of falsification and actually couldn't provide any proof that this employee had done it. But we found a lot of evidence to disprove that claim about that supposedly disgruntled employee. First of all, Satahi submitted um, falsified expenses several months before Satahi said the dispute began. In addition to that, we got a lot of testimony. Employees told us that they witnessed a meeting in which Todd doctored records in response to requests from Austin Public Health's internal auditor. And then we got some really strong documentary evidence. And that included a text message exchange in which Todd directed an employee to falsify records. In short, we, we looked into the claim and found no evidence to support it. Thanks for walking us through this massive investigation. I understand this was a large undertaking. Y'all's breakdown of it really helps us and more importantly, Austin residents to better understand exactly what happened. Andrew, Toppy, are there any final takeaways or lessons learned that you'd like to end our conversation with? I'd just like to encourage any of our listeners, if you are familiar with anything suspicious having to do with a City of Austin service or program, contact our office. You can submit a report on our website at austintexas.gov for slash auditor. We also have a phone number that you could call. So please, if you see something, say something.
Wonderful. We appreciate the both of y'all taking time today. Uh, we really appreciate having y'all with us on Audit ATX. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Audit ATX. This report is available on our website at austintexas.gov auditor. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Austin Auditor. And subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Until next time. Bye-bye.